espero que nadie se, se ofenda, pero hasta que no estás aquí dentro no sabes la grandeza de, de este equipo. Nós sentimos isso. Episode 76, I Love a Derby, this time of year. We've got an interesting conversation today. I have uh, the usuals, Oscar, J, Bill. Gentlemen, how are you? Very good. Welcome hey, back, guys. And then we got a return, our friend Paul here representing the green and white. Paul, how are you? The champions, you mean? Oh, I, sorry, I forgot oh, that. Okay, okay. <laughs> he's, he's coming Smile in hot. A bit. Smile. He just started. He's coming in hot already. <laughs> and we have we have a debut. That's not a mannequin. He was sitting very slow, but our boy Piggy here representing the, the retro. What's going on? Ready for the conversations. We got. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna have. We're gonna I hope. Have a... I go. We go past ten. I go. We go. Biggie <laughs> yeah. after ten. That's no holds bar. We're gonna have uh, oh, a I lot of get dangerous. A lot of fans yeah. watching just for Biggie's uh, presence here. But for those of you who are listening or watching, his name is Joe, but he's known to us as Biggie. Um, and he's an absolute legend. So stay tuned for some interesting words that are going to come out of his mouth. <laughs> um, today we have, uh, we actually have one more guest that should be joining us. Um, it'll be a debut as well, but I'll leave it at that until he jumps in. Today we got Chaos at the Stadio Nacional, Besad Benfica, an absolute shit show um, at the Stadio Nacional at the weekend. Um, There's so much to talk about, so much to discuss. We'll, we'll get into that. And then, of course, Friday we have Benfica Sporting. Lots to discuss. Um, there's a couple of absences for Sporting, which could play a big part. Uh, we don't know what's going to come of the COVID tests um, that took place today. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but again, I'm sure there'll be some interesting conversation uh, that goes around that. And then we have to end um, uh, out of context video. Um, and the ending of the video is absolutely epic, so make sure you guys stick around for the ending. Um, and while you're at it, don't forget to share this uh, live podcast um, just so we can uh, extend our reach to, to more uh, Benfica fans. So if you could do us that favor and don't forget to give us a like or don't forget to give us a like and a follow. 
um we started in here with anthony coming in with a portuguese comment he must have gotten that translated so let's start with uh chaos at study this you know so we have benfica goes to study this you know uh up until 24 hours before the game there were concerns about covid cases um and then the day of the game around lunchtime in Portugal, the president comes out and says, we have 38 players. We're confident in them. That's why they're registered. Um, we have no intentions of postponing the game. And then uh, about an hour and a half before the game kicked off, there was rumor that um, Bissad potentially wouldn't have enough players uh, to field, which was quite interesting and created a, a huge confusion. The team uh, sheets were released later than normal because of all this chaos and confusion. Um, lo and behold, Bissad uh, puts nine players on the match sheet, two of which were goalies, so one played the field. Um, they had no subs, uh, and the match ended up 7-0 at halftime. They came out, faked an injury, kicked the ball out of bounds, and, and the match ended because they then only had six. Um, so I'm going to open it up to you guys, and again, feel free to jump in. I'm going to start with Oscar. Um, give me your thoughts on kind of the situation as a whole, right? The fact that this happened at the top level in a professional kind of environment. Um, we talk about Portugal being the sixth best league in the world, right? Like this is just something that's completely unheard of. Um, so give me your thoughts on that. And then the rest of you guys feel free to jump in. But before that, I also want to say, um, para malta que estiver a ver uh, em Portugal ou, ou preferem português, podem deixar os comentários no chat e nós... Uh, Podemos ler os comentários e podemos responder em português ou inglês, como quiserem. Por isso, estejam à vontade. Oscar, over to you. Uh, well, this, this to me was a little, it was embarrassment. It was, the, it was an embarrassment for the league. It was an embarrassment for, for, for the, the, basically, Benfica and Bolnes. I, uh, I saw the interview with the Bolnes president, and I'm embarrassed for him. I'm embarrassed because he doesn't know what the hell he's doing or talking about. It's, 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 I don't know what the hell he, he did this weekend for, to allow this to happen. Um, he tried to blame the league. He tried to blame the, the health, uh, CD, CD. Yeah. DGS. Yeah. DGS. And, and it wasn't basically he failed and he was putting the blame, trying to put the blame on everybody else. Uh, the league had to step in on this case. The league had to do something before the game happened because the whole world was watching, and we we came we came out on the all the news like you know media as being an embarrassment. Like we we showed up with a team with nine players, no, no, no bench, nine players. That's it against the Benfica, and obviously Benfica is playing, so people are watching worldwide, right? And they, they just made it made us look bad as a league. Um, do I now going forward? Do I do I think we should take the game back and re, and do the game again? No chance. I have no no chance. That was not Benfica's fault. Benfica should not agree to any of this. Uh, hey, this let's do the, let's do this again. If anything, and I think we talked about it in a chat, is play the game from the 48th minute on. All right, at seven and zero. Uh, I don't agree with the game being all right. Let's cancel this and do it again. The president's trying to do that, but that's I I hope. That Benfica does not allow that to happen. The That's funny thing thought. is, he's he's now asking for for the game to re, be replayed, but he never asked for the game to be postponed. He just assumed the league would do it, right? Like hoping someone would postpone it for him, and he didn't have to make that call. Like the fuck's wrong with you, dude? Like even if you expect the league to make the call, 
still request it. Like, you don't have enough. You, a, they had enough players because they could have called up guys from. The, yeah, the I was younger about to teams. say exactly. They could have they they easily called somebody somebody up from the. They have what, almost forty players, team? right? Yeah, 38. thirty-eight players. Thirty-eight yeah. players. Yeah, thirty-eight players. Thirty-eight players registered to be able to play in the league, and you don't call anyone else up. What the fuck's wrong with you? But prior, you got you prior, got what you deserve. Prior to this, for to this interview that he said, oh, you should replay the game. He said exactly what you're just saying. We have yeah. 38 professional players. Yep. If if they're good enough to be in Skritus Nanasa Liga, then they're good enough to play at any called moment. So so now he's he's basically somebody somebody must have said something to him. Hey, dude, try your best to get this game replayed. And now he's going back on everything. But what he had said before is on tape. So you can go back and say exactly the opposite of what he's saying now. He said it before, which yeah, is, so, makes no just, sense. He's just so, trying to cover Paul, his own face now. Paul, you as like a, a Spartan fan, would you – Want us? I mean, obviously, you probably want us to play the game again. But do you think? Would you think that would be fair? I so I I don't think it's fair that it got played or to play it again. I think it's just over now. Like, and I, it's obviously not on Befica. This guy, I think, these sides should be relegated to the second division or something. Because yep, this guy, like, he just ruined the whole, essentially, the whole league. Because you guys got seven free goals, essentially, right? So all the stats are fucked. Regardless, you guys probably would have scored five hundred because Balinsa sucks this year anyway. But th- that game, they're going to count it as a 7-0. Even if you start over, you'll probably get more goals because Balinsa's does suck. They, they're terrible. But um, I, I don't think it should be replayed. I don't think it should start from the 48th minute. I think it just end the way it is, and B-Side should, like, forfeit the season because it's what they did is stupid, and it, it basically ruined the league. You only beat them 2-0 at home, so they're not that bad. <laughs> no, but they are that bad. If you watch yeah, that but... game, it could have been, like, 7 easy. Yeah, just saying 2-0. Biggie, what do you what do you have to say about this? Nine game? or eight, anyway, so it's fine. Biggie, what do you yeah, have to say I, about I, this? I just, Wake I up, guy! I blame the Blemins president. He lied on TV. He said Multiple times. Players. Said a player was in Africa when he was at his house. <laughs> getting everybody sick. Wait, wait! Can you can you elaborate a little bit on the pre, on the player being in Africa? That lie. I heard you guys say talk about this, but I never like the, I officially the heard. Went on TV twice. He he did the live interview, left, and came back ten seconds later, and redid it again. He's like, oh, he's not even in Portugal. He's stuck in Africa. Can't get into the country. South he's Africa. Been in the country for like two weeks. Yeah, they have he two the, players. He had played over the weekend too, right? They have, so they have two players, Sitol. And um, Kafufet, they both play for South Africa. They were both in the game against Ghana um, two and a half weeks ago. And then Kafufet returned, I think it was the 14th or the 17th. The game was on the 14th. They, he returned on the 17th. And now there's a rumor that um, Sital didn't return, which is odd to me that one, they were both in the same game. The same country and they won and they both play for the same team and one came and the other didn't but the, the thing that's ridiculous is so leading up to it and and this is where he starts to like contradict himself is he said that at 1913 which was just over an hour before the game kicked off or was supposed to kick off um that he was notified that 
um, they only had nine players. And at that time, the DJS had allowed three more players to be able to play because they were supposed to be in isolation. But then uh, DJS decided that they were okay to play because they tested negative. So when he made the comments at lunchtime to say, I'm not postponing, I'm not even thinking about it. At that point, if he didn't have those three players that the DJS released at 1913, he essentially had six players at that time, right? So for him to come out and say, I'm not going to postpone, I don't want to think about it, knowing that at that time, he, if, if the case is true, he had six players, and then an hour before kickoff, DJS releases three more, which makes nine, right? Out of 38 players, nine, where's the other 29, right? Yes, there was, I think there was rumor of like 10 or 13 COVID cases, right? Nine, 13, 22. Right. There's still another 16. Right. Like, how the hell do you only field nine players? That's the thing that I'm confused about. And they could have called up U23 players. And there were some players that played on Saturday that aren't part of the first team. And a few of them are, are part of the U23, maybe like four or five of them. But again, how the hell did you not call it more? And then there's a rumor that there were three others that could have played that the DJS said could play. And Bolin Sassad said, no, stay home. So there's just so many contradicting situations here. Um, and Paul, I'm going to ask you this one and then open it up to, to any commentary that you guys want is um, with what's happening here. Right. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but there was a lot of articles that I saw on social media from non-Portuguese uh, outlets talking about the shit show that this was um, for a country, a small country that, again, we're trying to climb this totem pole of trying to be one of the top leagues. Um, and then you have a situation like this happen. Like, how do you, how are you able to sell and market our league outside of our country when you have situations like this? Like, could you see this happening in England, in France? Like, it, it seems like yeah. absolutely amateur hour. It makes us look like a joke. And and I, it is the league's fault. They could easily have stepped in because they see what's going on too. And I it's it's definitely hard to come back from that. Like we say how like it's the top three and Portugal's not that strong, but like things like this make us get look even weaker than we even are. Like I think everywhere is gonna think as Portugal League as a joke now, at least for this season. I mean, I I'm sure eventually it'll get like swept under the rug or whatever, people will forget about it. But as far as people that actually watch the league, they they definitely lost some uh some validity. Like the 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 league sucks now to, to a lot of people, I bet, because it's a joke. It's crazy to me that like no one wanted to make the call. Like the league was like, no, we'll let the health officials make the call. And the health officials were like, no, you guys can make the call. And then Bolinins was like, no, the league can make the call. Like, but like, like what's the, what's, like, what's DGS have to do with making a call to, to, to stop a game? I understand they can't play if there's somebody's with COVID, right? Then their job is to test to, right. okay, there's no COVID cases. The guys are good to play. The league has to step in and say, it's it's this makes no sense to play with nine players like with no subs like the league should be the one stepping in i think dgs their job is to declare players fit to play right and say the the, the guys that are they're healthy they're not they, you have nine guys that can play now what's they have to do with the with the football with the with the soccer side of the the business that should be the league stepping in in my in my view yeah and it's um so the DJS, they have a, a protocol with uh, the league as it relates to the COVID cases. But essentially what their goal, their task is, and they came out and had a press con or a press release after the game, I think it was the day after, right? 
the health authorities aren't there to postpone games, right? The right. health authorities are there to give an opinion right. on, okay, there's a lot of cases. We think there's a health issue here. Let's here's our recommendation, right? But the DGS right. isn't going to be the ones to say, you only got nine players. There's COVID cases. Fuck it. Go home. Right. 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 Exactly what I meant. Yeah, exactly. I just, I don't get how, how a team cannot have enough players to field the starting 11 and the league's like, you know what? Just give it a shot. Like, <laughs> It's stupid. I, I, give, me, I wouldn't, give me your best, guys. I feel like, like at the bubble, they would like tell you, you know what? You guys might want to like, you know, hang up your boots for today. Just call it a, a loss <laughs> or whatever. And then these guys come in there and literally look like idiots getting spanked 7-0. Then come out at half, kick the ball down the field and sit down. With like, two less players. They came out with two less players on top of that. It, it's Did so they explain like, why those players didn't come out, those two extra ones? They don't have to explain, right? Like it was obviously what they, no, they, they, they were injured. <laughs> they obviously knew you obviously knew what they were looking to do, right? No. We go out there with another 45 minutes, we're gonna get fucking plastered, right? I mean, bad enough. You go in with nine players, you got a field player playing the field, a goalie playing the field, and you score an own goal 30 seconds in. Like, talk about a kick in the nuts. It doesn't get any and worse. That goalie was playing midfield, right? He was I mean, everyone was basically playing defense. <laughs> I don't think they yeah, had a formation. Like, Talk the bus. <laughs> basically, but the bus had no wheels or windows. Maybe Oli, Oli might have been driving that bus. <laughs> that do, you guys, do, you, do you guys remember when uh, when we, we had to play like down a guy for, for our Lusitanos? And Diggy played striker? Yeah, I got you. With like four guys hung over. You actually shot the PK too. No, I didn't. You guys don't let me shoot it. <laughs> I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask Biggie this because he's he seems very a little bit timid to jump in the conversation. So I'm gonna ask this directly. What do you think of the the commentary that people have have kind of surfaced over the course of the last couple of days, where they say Benfica should have played with nine players. Benfica, so Benfica shouldn't have shot mm-hmm. after they scored two goals. Like. I don't what do you like think? It was eleven on v eleven. I don't care. I agree. Show up or forfeit. I yeah, agree. that that, that... the president for everything and the league. <laughs> the league dropped the ball too. <laughs> I, 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 I really, I really think like obviously no, you don't tell a team after it, because just because of the opponent is down a few guys. Oh, you guys, feel bad. Let's, let's. It's not. This is not a scrimmage. It's not like. It's not like they're practicing outside and like. Hey, let's play even numbers, yeah. seven on seven. No, this is a professional league. If the league didn't step in and and, and stop this from happening, what's Benfica have to do? That they have to play their game. They're eleven. They're a professional team. Eleven guys go in, shoot. You have to get your stats up right now. Darwin even scored three goals. Now guess why? Now he's a, one of the leading goal scorers in the league. Uh-huh. Now now Oscar has to shut his mouth. Yes. Yes. Anyone else have an opinion on that? Hey, honestly, the only thing is just gonna help his his price at the end of the year with all with the interest yeah, that the he has. Yeah. All those goals he scored. Yeah. I mean, great cash. I, I think we we chatted about it in our in our group. Like the second the game kicked off with Bowen Mintz only having nine, everyone knew <laughs> the blame. He didn't play, you asshole. He did. <laughs> He played, he played a minute. Like 30, seconds, the ball. like 30 seconds. Because he yeah. sucks. Yeah. He didn't touch the ball all half. Yeah, Second yeah, half, yeah, he didn't yeah, touch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still continue, yeah. continue. The second Willemans kicked off oh, with nine guys, yeah. you knew like everyone was going to be blaming Benfica for playing the game against a team that only had nine. Like 
no matter what Benfica did there, they were going to get the blame for it, which is fucking stupid because they have a full squad. Like, it wasn't their fault that the league didn't cancel the game or that Bolognese didn't call up the 22 other players they had registered in the league. Paul, what were you going to say? I was going to say that I agree that I would take the full squad as well. You're not going to, like, make special rules because they're idiots, right? So I was going to say, I I agree with Oscar. I was also going to say, how often did we play, you know, on our Sunday league and we showed up with less players or there was teams that showed up with less players and we weren't like, oh, you know, we feel bad. Let's. No, we tried to rush the game to start yeah. before the other guy showed up. Yeah. We, <laughs> we, we even went to the extent of, at a home game at the high school, we played with 12 players yes. for about Nobody 15 knew. minutes, and the ref didn't notice, and we went up a goal, and then we realized. We saw two like, guys out. Shit, we yeah, but guys on the field. <laughs> two so guys always, came out, one in. Yeah, we always had, like, Two or three guys that were hung over, so it like equaled one. Oh, yeah, equaled so one. for those like 20 minutes in the game, we were like, yeah. damn, we're dominating this game. We and even had a like... game at home. The other team did the same thing, Blinis. They got to halftime. Oh, yeah, they did. And they kicked the balls like we forfeit. <laughs> they did. It's a hell of a game. Oscar must have been pumped. He's like, hell yeah, finish game. I even scored a Trivella one time playing as <laughs> seven players. <laughs> what do you think? Um, how do you think this impacts in terms of like the fans, right? I think a lot of times it's overlooked, right? Basically went the whole day, fans traveling from all over the country to this game, not knowing is there going to be a game? Is there not going to be a game? Some people paid 15, 20, 25 euros to get in the game. Um, the stadium wasn't full by a long shot. I think there was like 5,000 fans. Um, a lot of them didn't get into the game until, you know, 10 minutes in because there was some chaos, you know, getting, letting people in. So not only did you drive to go to this game, and I say game loosely because it wasn't really a game, you drove to get there, you paid 15 to 30 euros to get in. And COVID test. COVID test. You got in late, and by the time you got in, it was like 3-0 already. And then you sit in your seat, and you're like, oh, sick. It's 11 versus 9. Wasn't it raining? (laughs) No, it wasn't raining. It was just cold. cold. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, how bad is that for the players or for the fans and rightfully so. There's a lot of fans that are not happy about the outcome of that. But then there's also on the other side saying that one of the drivers for the game not being postponed was because Besav didn't want to lose that money from the tickets and didn't want to lose the money from the TV rights. Right. So like they should they should have to reimburse all the fans that were in the stadium. Good luck with that. And then on top of that, you have the president who uh, puts on a soap opera at halftime, goes out crying. Yep. And then, and then comes comes <laughs> out, after the game. He comes out complaining and like knocking on the table and stuff, um, which I thought was interesting. Let me see some. Wait, wait, wait! That 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 guy that was the mask crying at halftime, walking out. That's, that's the president. president. That's the president. Yeah. I didn't even. Rec- I it thought is. it was like somebody yeah. from the Dina oh. sound, but not the president. I was telling Mikey was before uh, the halftime. He goes, "They're probably gonna come out second half." Take a knee and forfeit, and they did exactly. He did say that to me. Take take a knee, Biggie. This is an American football. <laughs> well, the guy fell on the floor. He did. He sat down. They only sat and down. the halftime was like thirty minutes, Dude, so, so it was long. longer than normal. Um, they were probably trying to convince the other guys to come back out. Well, the ref had to go onto the Baldinati's and, 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 and talk to them. And guaranteed, they told they told them we're not going to show, we're not going to we're going to forfeit. That probably the ref goes didn't show up with and what uh, kick the ball out and go down. 
guarantee the ref told him what to, to do. Uh, yeah, he called it right away. The thing is that last year all the clubs agreed together to play with the minimum number of players that I think, if I'm not mistaken, is nine. It's actually seven. But, yes, you're right. Yeah, Nuno, they, they agreed. Um, <laughs> so the problem is the league in the second place was the Bissad president. Why to create all the show? Why I didn't ask the post-match game at the beginning? Oh, postpone the game at the beginning. I agree. Um, no, yeah, yeah, it makes no sense. The, the club the, – the league is the clubs, right? And – and essentially some have more power than others. And I don't know if there's a thing there where some, the league doesn't have enough power to be able to make these decisions, but these are ad hoc situations and extraneous circumstances that the league should have the capability to make these decisions. So I don't know what the case is there, but there's a lot of questions that need to be asked. And then the match report came out and said that um, the delegate from the league that was at the game asked Benfica and Bissad representatives if everything was okay to proceed with the game and there was no concerns and then Bissad president came on Sam TV on Monday saying that that's a lie right so like who's lying here is it this guy is it the league like my, there's so many questions my only question is and and obviously Benfica Porto and Sporting have a lot of power in Portugal right the the uh Sparking not so much. Uh, uh, you already said it, pal. But but <laughs> like I, I'm, a, I'm let, let's take um like just for instance, what what if it was Guimarães against Boavista or Guimarães against Belenenses? Would the game get postponed? Would it get to this the, where we are right now? Um, I probably, it, probably the league would have stepped in and said this game needs to be postponed because of Benfica because it's a Sporting or Porto playing and they have more power. They they probably like hey. We, we we can't do nothing about this, or else we're gonna hear we're gonna have the the backlash. Maybe I don't know. I don't disagree, Paul. I'm gonna ask you: Would you put Sporting in this situation? Remove Benfica. Would you be upset that Sporting fielded an eleven against nine? And would you just be upset in the situation as a whole? No, I wouldn't be upset that we fielded a team. This is this has to me. Benfica has nothing to do with this. It's all on Visav, and I would expect Spartan and Porto to do the exact same thing Befica did. Um, the only thing, like, with it being Befica, right, it's just much higher level and much more, um, like, controversial. more people watching. Not controversial. Visible. like um, Visible. Yeah, like, a lot more visibility on it. So people are seeing that, and it makes it, like, it's almost like social media makes things massive. It being Befica makes it so much bigger. Like, if you're pointing, this was a Guima Reigns, Boa Vista, was Sporting Bolense, so nobody would know. Yeah, okay, but uh, <laughs> yeah. it, it would have been like it would have been something that happened, and then probably like in like one article, and then it would have been gone. But because it was like one of the big big teams, it's everywhere, and and rightfully so, it is embarrassing. And getting that exposure, like we're trying to make Portugal seem like this big league, like we're we're doing well in Champions League, or trying to trying to like get Portugal this visibility of being like a, a country that's good at soccer, and then this shit happens, and it like brings us like ten steps backwards. I agree. Anyone else have anything to add to this debacle? New conspiracy theory here. He, the Volunance president did it knowing all this shit would go down and Benfica would be dragged through the mud for being like fielding the team and all that. Guaranteed. Oh. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think Benfica's getting dragged. It's all it's only it's you know who's dragging Benfica through the mud is Porto Porto Delgados or 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 media experts. Who do you think? Who do you think's in the Bullen and Stad presidents here? I mean, who who do yeah, you think yeah. the president is? Golden right. Dragon. So, yeah, so exactly. It, it, this is. This, I don't think. I don't think. Uh, uh, like anybody, 
even cares that Benfica showed up and played. I don't think that's the issue. Yeah. The issue is, is our rivals, which is the top top level guys that, that go on social media and put all these freaking uh, conspiracy theories, which probably I would do too, but they, they do it all the time. <laughs> you definitely and, do. And then they uh, they try to, they they get people to to comment and talk shit, but I, it's they, it's mostly these guys. And aside from media, right? What did they think of losing this? Like aside aside from media, they think gained seven free goals. Darwin got three more goals to be like it's they think one here. I think who cares what the media says. I agree, but like there's there's so much attention on them that it's just like it's ridiculous. I agree. It's 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 more annoying than anything else, right? I don't think it it creates any frustrations for them. I, I think it's just more of an annoyance than anything else. Biggie, how's that chewy tasting? Good. Oh my god, dude, Joel Miguel. I'm not gonna lie, Joel Miguel has been on point today on his comments. He's been I, I, I missed point. the comment because I was talking. I want to go read it now. Joe Miguel said, Biggie looks like he's about to go to sleep. Make a donation button where it triggers someone to throw a Chewy in his mouth. Power him up. <laughs> um, oh, man. Well, we'll see what comes of it. Bissad's asking for a replay. Um, Not a chance. Other teams have asked for replays. I know Sporting had mentioned it in their comunicado. Uh, Porto has mentioned it. Um, the Bissad players have posted this uh, image on social media saying Pula Verdad Sportiva, they should have the rematch. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if somehow, some way, the league makes us replay the game, but I also hope that Benfica is, um, is in a good mindset to be able to push back and say, Listen, like we followed the rules, we showed up, we played, it's not our fault. So, the had every chance in the I, world to, I think, I think. I think for the league, it's more embarrassing if Benfica showed up and said, "Hey, three guys go to the bench because let's let's uh let's play exactly. let's play a nine on nine to be fair." Like that would be like, what is this a scrimmage or is this a professional league? Like I think it would be more embarrassing and, and, and if Benfica no, pulled that shit. The only thing I would say is is I feel like everyone that like that game should be done with, but everyone that went to the game as fans, they should all be reimbursed. And if that was what the president wanted, he should take that as a punishment so he takes that money away from him. Yeah, I'd be surprised if he did that. I mean, I doubt it. Any of that shit's gonna happen. But that's what doesn't happen. have money. That's, that's true. That's that's a true statement. Biggie coming in hot with the facts. facts. They're, right, they're right next. Hey, they're right next to the ocean. They can go. They can become fishermen. They don't even have their stadium anymore. It became condos. They're old yeah. stadium. Yeah, they don't have. They don't. They have... play in Jamora now, right? Yeah. yeah, that's like playing at Milford Town Park. <laughs> <laughs> the field actually looked nice this time around. Normally, it's a shit show. But, Isn't that where we hold the Tasa Portugal, the final? Yeah. yeah. Have you seen the games there in the last couple of years? I mean, when, when Sporting played there last year, I don't know if you remember, Paul, it was legit like it looked like a Lameiro, like just where you throw the cows. Like the, it was a mess. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's an improvement. The field looked good. Um, all right, moving on. Big match Friday. Benfica Sporting. Sporting is currently second. Tied for first with 32 points. Benfica is third with 31. We're one point back. Sporting's got 10 wins, two draws, zero losses. Benfica has 10 wins, one draw, one loss. Um, it'll be the best defense in the league with four goals conceded against now the best offense in the league with our seven goal, with our touchdown on Saturday um, with 34 goals scored. Um, it's a match that uh, will not have the presence of Pelinia due to a hamstring injury that he picked up at the weekend. And most recently, Coates is out 
um, because of COVID. Um, Paul, I'm going to start with you here. What what are you thinking for this game in terms of how you think it's going to play out? And then how do you think it's going to impact with the absence of Pelini and Coates? Start with excuses. <laughs> well, it's not an excuse. It's obviously not the best defense in the league because we're missing the best <laughs> defender. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> so I, I actually – I'm going to start with the absence first, and then I'll talk to you about the game. So when Pelini was out, right, I – I wasn't like super, I wasn't super worried because we got Ugart now, and he actually didn't start the game. We won one nil, um, with the whole yellow card theory, uh, conspiracy theory, and he didn't start that game either. And I think that we uh, would be fine without him, but missing Coates is a is a massive hole in the back line. When when Sporting doesn't have Coates, they don't know how to defend with three guys. I feel like there's always holes, easy to to get around. They don't hold like that the back line because. If, if you watch Sporting, the reason why we concede so little goals is because every time there's like a through ball, there's an offside. We, I, I don't know if you can find that stat, but I guarantee we have the most offsides um, called because they're just very good with Quattas on there. And him not being there, it's probably going to be Inasi that's going to be in the middle. And I don't know if they're going to use Neto and Fidal, but regardless, it's going to be uh, very different. A, a perfect example, and I know that it's like, but the Ajax game, Quattas wasn't there and we got smashed 5-1. And that was by far our worst game um, that we played. But uh, so yeah, the absence is huge. I do think that Pelinia is also a big a big deal. Um, but I think he'll, he's going to throw in Ugarte there. He could throw in Daniel Braganza, but I think he's going to do Ugarte and, and Mateus Nunes in the midfield. Um, and I think it's going to be uh, the game. I don't know how it's going to play out. I think it's going to be a slow start. And then uh, I'm, I'm going with a tie. I think it's going to be just like kind of feeling each other out. Dude, you're getting ahead of yourself. Relax on the prediction. Befica needs to win um, for sure because it's at home against a weaker Sporting. So they're probably going to come out swinging and we're going to be what? defending a lot. Stop, dude. Number four. You know, he's setting, it, he's setting it all up. He's saying, I'm saying Befica should win because they're playing a weaker Sporting. That way, if Befica wins, see, I told you guys, if Befica loses, oh, we, a weaker Sporting beat you guys. We're so much better. Hold on, hold so on. If you guys are scared, good. so you're scared of you're, you're Quattas and Ugarte? What? Were the Quattas and Pelin, you're, you're, you're yeah, still dude, scared of them? When, when we played you guys last year, when we had we just had like five guys come back from COVID, like legit, the day before we played you guys, uh, I mean, th- none of those guys started. Seth didn't start. Cebulina didn't start when they were uh, on on uh, hot, right? And and we didn't fucking say this to you guys. We we, we said like you know what Jesus said at the time, and I don't like Jesus. Let's talk to You guys brought up COVID every single podcast. Last yeah, year. yeah, COVID because we got hit hard. None of the, but we, we, we got hit like play fifteen players got so, hurt. Got so we're COVID. missing our best defender. And our defensive midi. You're talking like say that it's going to be. No, you should you should just say you know what, Quata's not there. Neto's going to play in that position. Porto's going to go to the right, and we'll be fine. I expect Spartans to say they're champions. That's not how it works, though, because when he's not there. so you're, you, the way the way you're you're talking is the, how I used to talk five years ago when Imada's not playing, so Benfica is it sucks now. Dude, like you like listen to yourself on the podcast because yeah, you yeah, the yeah, same you're shit the you're the champion, man. Step up, you're the oh, champion. Dude, that's why you have twenty five players. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Biggie, Biggie, can we please see your list? Yeah, can you bring the can you bring the list? Let's, see, let's see. We can you go over your list. Excuses. We might have. Yeah. Can you present oh, your list? To us? <laughs> I knew that you bring up COVID. No quarters. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> there it is. 
Retired from Champions League. Hold on. Before you go to the next one, that says still tried from Champions League. Oh, fuck. Zoom in. And <laughs> lack of skills. Oh. Lack of skills. First of all, the, champion, the Champions League thing, we're actually in better shape because our game against IX means absolutely nothing where you guys still have to win. Yeah, so you, like, guys are, you guys have that, perfect shape. Yeah, that that would never be an excuse because that, we that game we can prove whatever we want. Tire and it's not win. saying, dude, you guys have to like realize when you're missing your captain and best defender, it's not an excuse, it's a fact. You don't play as good. Like captain and best defender. So who's is, is the heart of that defense. Oh, right. And, not, but Quatas so, and Quatas, not Pelini has nothing to do with that that no, equation. I'm said. saying our defense, when he's not there, if you guys ever watch Spartan, it is I agree very different. And that's I not know. an excuse, it's a fact. It's it's and like not, Cos- and, and I'm not saying that we're gonna lose the game, it's just that we're not gonna Paul, be as good. Paul, it's just like Cosmos and Optimani at this point. At today, that's just like Cosmos and Optimani. That's not an excuse, it's just saying we're not gonna be right. as good. It's but true. but we've, we, we've missed out the many this season already. And guess what? Vertogen played there, and we didn't make excuses like, oh, we're so much weaker now that we don't have out the many. I'm saying that our defense is not as good when he's not there. I'm not but you're already saying, but you're already saying, you, you, that's what you're, you're saying. Like now we're, you guys are playing a weaker sport thing. Like that's the, if, if your coach says that to their play, if, to his players, he's a dumbass. And I guarantee he's not saying that but to I'm, his players. I'm not a coach, no. I'm a fan. Yeah, but you're talking <laughs> to your players right now, they're watching you. I don't give a shit. Hopefully, I'm like Oscar. Like, this is you. This, honestly, this is you. Oh, you still have two other nothing. players that aren't playing. Yeah. Either. And I, I kind of agree with Paul. We're not going to play. I mean, obviously, if you miss Kowats and Benigne, I'm going to say his name like the way everyone else says it. Uh, I think you're obviously not going to play the Spartan of like the tough Spartan team or the. Of course, stronger. I, I, I get that. Stronger. I think that's all Paul's trying to say. Is, I don't exactly think he's making an excuse. Because we'll, we'll find out what he says for his prediction. I, I just kind of already gave it away. I, I just wanted more confidence from him being a champion. <laughs> I'm so but, okay. I'm, so, I don't hold on. So lose. kind of flip it. Imagine you, we lose Weigel and we lose Otamendi for this game. Would you? Yeah, you yeah. Understand? I if I'm a champion, what I'm would, you, what would playing, you say? Would you say? Would you say? Would you be worried? You wouldn't say that. No, we're I, I, listen, listen. I, I of course I, we're, we're weak. We're, we're weaker we're, we're without our best players. 100. percent I said the same thing about Sporting last year when we beat them four four three. I said when they were missing Joao Mari when. Uh, what do they also miss in the midfield that I, that would like to completely change? Like, Mourinho put this midfield that uh, was a second oh, lineup. Pelini and Jomadi, they were gone. Right, Pelini and Jomadi missed that game, and I said it. We put we. This is our our best chance to be in Sporting because they're missing that midfield. The motor was missing. So I I get what Paul's saying. I just I just I'm rounding him up. That's all. Yeah, that's what I figured. Uh, I'm gonna come back to you, Paul, to get your eleven, and then I want to do an exercise with you guys. Not physical exercise, but a mental exercise. Um, Biggie. What are you thinking for this game? Now that you got your excuses in the background, how are you feeling about this game? Uh, I'm thinking – I'm not going to give my score. Don't give yet, your prediction yet. Don't give the prediction yet. Uh, I think Benfica has a great chance of coming out of here with a win and a shutout. Ooh. They're not missing their forwards, bro. Yeah. That's, fucking, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's a bold <laughs> prediction right there. I, I believe in Altamendi and uh, – our center backs, it's just our midfield. What are you worried about our midfield? You don't Sometimes think Jomadi and Rival? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Sporting scored every game except Porto this year. Yeah, but you're not the leading, you're and not Dortmund. the best offense in the league, are you? Yeah, I'm okay with 1 0 wins as long as they're wins. Hey, three points is three points, right? Yeah. True. 7 0 against Bonus, that's three points. Awesome. I wish it was seven. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now, I, I think I think we have a, a good chance of coming. I mean, we, we got tested today. Is it all negatives again? Or I know we, they were getting tested today. They did. Yeah, they got tested, but they haven't come. They'll probably get the results overnight for our time. But yeah, so let's let's knock on wood because we're not in the clear yet. So we we're here talking about about quads and all that, and watch it be something tomorrow that disappoints us. But with what we know today, which is we have a full squad, and Sporting is missing quads and and Pellinia for this game. Um, I'll, I'm shocked that Sporting is not trying to postpone this game, but you know. But I think this is another, our best day before Champions League. Another, we, this is our, this is a good chance for us to get the lead of the Campeonato. I don't know how, uh, well, obviously Porto is still there, but uh, but if we if we get a, a, these two points on ahead uh, of Sporting, it, it just because Sporting is on an eleven game winning streak. It's 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 a, and they've beat some tough games. Uh, Dortmund is one of them. They they seek this they have feel confident few, oscar feel confident no i'm just i'm just just like paul are saying the reversing it i'm reversing it saying if we don't win this game yeah Sporting is actually an 11 game winning streak <laughs> but we should be beating Sporting at home missing palinia and coates on the lineup okay hey joe hey, good point where's that could it be the cliff we need this be the cliff we need the, we need the fucking cliff bro <laughs> this, uh, I'm not doing 11 game winning streak. Fuck, I, I wish I, the cliff has been fucking going up and up and up and up and up. <laughs> but when it falls, dude, when it falls, no parachute's going to hold you. You need freaking oxygen mask. <laughs> you, you guys have a pretty tough yeah, mind, Dude, you're like in the clouds, dude, right now. <laughs> no shit. Like, no, no airplanes with oxygen masks. You need, you need to fucking have a boot on your face. <laughs> I, don't, I don't foresee a cliff. <laughs> yeah, you'll see. Jay, Bill, how you feeling? I mean, me personally, I um, knowing that the, about those two absences from Sparting, um, I'm a little bit more confident, to be honest. Um, hopefully that we go there with a with the team that we have. Everyone seems to be. I don't think we have any injuries or card situations, do we? Um, Benfica. The only people that are missing for sure are Rodrigo Pinho and Lucas Verissimo. So yeah. So I mean. Hey Paul, Lucas Wilson is comparable to Coates. He was stud. No, I mean, but I think that I, I mean but overall, I, I, I think that time. I think we should be able. I think it's gonna be a good game regardless. It kind of sucks. It's on a Friday. I mean, I, I always hate these types. Of, these types of games should be Saturday prime time or Sunday prime time or like just because like it's it's. I know well, I they have Champions League. That's I right. understand. I understand that, yep. but it just sucks because like this is a big game. I agree. Um. But, I mean, that's just my opinion. I think it's going to be a great game overall, to be honest, though. Billy, you feeling confident? You pessimistic here? No, I'm – I mean, going into it before we even knew about being and missing and, and Quattas being out, I, I I had all the confidence of Benfica going in and being able to get a, a good result. I think this season so far, the, every game we've marked on our calendar that said, like, this is a big one, Benfica has been able to get well, – pretty good result i mean except for those Bayern games and not many teams are going to get good results against Bayern. i think benfica when they've played these big games that we've said like this could be like one of those victories or a good result that you hang your hat on at the end of the season they've come out and played well and and gotten a good result and i think this is this is another one i think to start the season you always highlight the the games against sporting and porto and i think if we get a good result after this on, on Friday, I think this is could be one of those victories you look back on and 
and kind of hang your hat on and say this kind of propelled us to where we ended. Paul, do you think in comparison to last year, do you think this Sporting team is... So I'm going to ask Paul the question, and then you guys feel free to add your comments and your opinions on this, and then I'll reverse it. Um, do you think this Sporting team, based on last year, is the same, better, or worse? And just to note here, Sarabia came in, Ugarte came in, Isgalu came in, Ruben Vinagre came in, who's not going to play this weekend, and Mateus Reis, who was already there, but he came on a free transfer. And then departures, Nuno Mendes left, uh, Rosier left because he was on loan, Gonzalo Plata left, um, Eduardo Quaresma went to Tundela on loan, um, and Sporad, who was already gone halfway through the don't season. For, don't forget our boy, who? João Mario. Oh, João Mario. So do you think do you think they're the same? Do you think they're better and why? Do you think they're worse and why? Well, who's so, starting? Paul. So I think Sporting overall is better because we added a lot of depth this year. So we we essentially added a, a second, not a second starter, but a good backup for every position, except the only thing that I wish we added was a, another center back because we really only have four. We use like um, Mateus Reyes and uh, Izgayu there, but I wish we had another center back because we play with a back three. One gets hurt, we're screwed. And another striker because I think Paulinho sucks. Um, but <laughs> I do think overall we added a lot of depth. So I think we're better this year. If... The Sporting from last year had the same like Champions League games and all these games. I don't think they could have withstood all of it. Where now we have enough guys where we can play. Like a perfect example is like if our midfield like Pelinha and Mateus Nunes gets hurt, I think Daniel Bragança and Ugarte are good enough to play there against like weaker teams or even like decent teams. Um, so I think we have good depth, which makes us better overall. Now I'll open it up to you guys. I'm not going to call your names. Just jump in. Do you think they're better or worse? I I think honestly they lost some crucial players. Nuno Mendes was crucial. It was very very good for Sporting last year. João Mari was one of the motors. Was probably one of the best midfielders along with Palinha. So they lost two you massive guys. But I also think guys that were there not playing as much last year are stepping up this year. Pot is on a freaking tear. Like he was already our leading goal scorer last year, but this year he looked like he went two steps up. So, uh, so he's, he scores from every shot that he takes. It's unbelievable how this guy is doing it. Um, and then we have other players like Quats is a ma- is is became like this monster in the back. And we still remember years back that guy used to like give goals away for fun. Like it, it's it's what he's do- what he's doing now is un- is not realistic for what he used to be before. Um, so we we all- and I think this has to do with the coaching. Ruben Amorim has installed this confidence in this team that. Overall, even the t- the players that that like uh, you know there were nothings or or they were not playing to their potential are now shining and and I think I agree with Paul. They might overall they might be a better team this year. Anyone else have an opinion? No, I I, I agree with what Paul and Oscar said. I, I think they they lost some f- a few key pieces from last year, but I think it's. Ruben's second year there, so like he still has the core of the team in place, um, and they've added a few uh, good players. And I, I think this year they they probably are a stronger squad overall. I think last year they might have had a stronger start in eleven, but as Paul mentioned, like the, if last year if they lost a few of those guys, they kind of they were fucked. Whereas this year they 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 have a few they have um, some depth where they can 
kind of fill in those those uh, holes. Okay, Jay, Biggie. Honestly, I, I just think that they're pretty much the same team. Um, I know they lost players, but they kind of gained some players relatively with the same skill. Um, I just I think they're pretty much the same. Biggie, what do you think? Yeah, same thing. Uh, th- this year they got a little bit better with their bench experience. So they're to me they're still the same team as last year. And let's not forget, like Tomash, that Tiago Tomash kid last year he played a lot, but he was a, a little kid. He was no experience. This year is on his second year playing for the main squad, so he's he's already like you know he's becoming he's kind of leaving that rookie stage to becoming a regular, right? Uh, Porro is is Porro. Last year he played phenomenal. This year is there, so it's another year under his belt. So you have a lot of these players that that uh that weren't like you know their last year was their first year on the Ruben Amorim, and now they're basically everything is clicking with the team. So it's frightening to to if they keep the, the team together. And you know, Sporting being Sporting and needing money and being so little in the league, so they probably will leave the Champions half. Game. These guys will leave. Yeah, Champions League saved you, but it's all right. Kenny asked um, points wise, are they worse? Um, Twelve games into last season, Sporting had the exact same uh, record: ten wins, two draws. They beat- how were how were we last year at this time? Uh, let me check. But so Sporting See? beat Pasos, exactly the same. Beat Portimonense, tied. Died Porto, beat Santa Clara, beat Gilles, beat Tondela, beat Vitória Guimarães, beat Moreirense, tied Famalicão, beat Ferenc, and beat Besad, and beat Braga. Now, but that's not, and, and, he beat, and he already beat Braga this year, and they tied they tied uh, Porto this year, identical, right? But let's not forget the t- the teams in the middle, which is Dortmund, Besitas, and Ajax. Yeah, that's it. That they didn't have to, was, they didn't have to play. Euro, we weren't in the Euro or Champions League last year. Yeah, so Correct. there's team, there's the games in between. They're top games. They were they were not there last year, so that's why I think this year they're better. Because not only are they playing the Champions League and actually performing in Champions League, beating Dortmund three one was it was it three yep. one? It's it's not it's not everybody. I know they're missing. They had the excuse of missing Haaland, right? Like like Sporting has missing quads now. But Benfica last year and after twelve games had um, one draw, two losses. And nine wins. So this year, we are. Uh, you have one less loss. We have ten wins, one draw, one loss. So we have one more win, um, and one less loss. Last year we we started off five and zero. Famalicão, Moreirense, Ferenc, Rio Ave, Then we lost to Boavista, lost to Braga, beat Maritimo, Passos, Gil Vicente, Portimonense, tied Santa Clara in that game that was postponed because it was a swimming pool. Um, so Sporting is equal in terms of this point last year, but like Paul says, they didn't have as many matches under their belt. Um, and, uh, for Benfica, we are better off by two points or so three points. Um, I'm going to start with Jay here and I'm going to ask you, I actually, I'm going to, I'll open it up to, to the Benfica crowd here. And then I'm going to do it with, with, with Paul. I want to give who do we think is our strongest 11 here and then we'll do Spartans and then we'll decide if anyone thinks anyone could replace the other. So try to build the the strongest 11 between the two sides. So Jay, I'm going to start with you. Who do you think would be um, in the back and then we'll see if everyone agrees. 
So you want me to say Befikas or between yeah, both? Yeah, Befikas. Uh, Vlako. Okay, and then the three three defenders. Uh, I would go Atamendi, Vertonghen, and Morato. Ata... Okay, so then you're moving Otamendi to the right. Huh? So you're gonna move Otamendi to the right. Vertonghen's gonna play central. Morato's gonna play left. Sure. Because that's how JJ does. Oscar, Bill, Biggie, do you guys agree with that? No, I think in a game like this, just I, like in Barca, he plays with, uh, uh, Ruben, uh, Ruben Almeida. That's his fucking name. Andre Almeida. Fucking yeah, hell. that's why I, I think Altamani stays in the middle. Andre Almeida right and Vertog on the left. That's a three back for me. Yeah, Bill, yeah. you agree? Okay. Yeah. Biggie, do you agree? I agree with that too. All right, we're going to go unanimous. So I'll put them there and then we'll go uh, Vertongan on the right. Gilles or Lazaro? Lazaro. Biggie, Bill, Oscar. This is yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. We I, I like Lazaro there on the Diogo, on the right Diogo's side. still hurt, yeah. So yeah, I, I would go Lazaro. Yeah, Lazaro. I think Lazaro impressed me. Yeah, right, so it's already unanimous on the left. I think Grimaldo. Saying, Grimaldo. Grimaldo, yeah. Center mid, Biggie. Who do you want? That's an obvious. Come on, Biggs. Let's hear what he says. See if those chewies kick in. Who's your two center mids? Cut yeah. on, you got to think this long. Well, you fell asleep every game. I'm not asleep. I'm awake. I like to use all I use. In the mid. What'd you say? The two center mids. The two center, center mids. Dude. Are you asking or telling us? I'm going to play with Vigel and. Say it. Are you thinking? Dude, draw Mario. I'll say it. Draw Mario. Yeah, draw Mario. Yeah, you are sleeping. Did you, did you take an edible before you got on this thing? Take another sip of that Coke, Captain and Coke, which I think I'm is milk. Down, I have my standing lunch right here. Um, <laughs> you couldn't read your handwriting? I think, <laughs> I think that one's unanimous. Um, yeah. yeah. And then, so we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And I would, we need. I would go. I would go Rafa, Everton, Darwin. No, uh, I would, I would I, not. I know, but I know he's not going to do it. He's probably going to go Rafa, Darwin, Yarumchuk. No, I, I, my, mine would be Rafa on the right, Seth in the middle, and then Darwin on the left. And yeah, the, Seth in there, oh, missing open netters yeah. and shit. Yeah, no, we, we, Seth, 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 Seth is probably the guy that can score most goals against you guys. Darwin starts this game. Uh, Darwin starts, I, but I think he start, he starts on the left side. Uh, I agree. I, I think I, I really think. Against Sporting, it's almost like I'm not going to compare Sporting to Barcelona, but Sporting is a team that likes to keep possession as well. So I, everything just slows down the game too much, and I think they need to. We need to play in a, in a, a way that would speed counter attack almost like uh, fast balls up front. I, dis I disagree. You need you're going to need Everton to attack these defenders. So yeah, I we did it against Everton. And I think Everton, Rafa are going to be those two guys for us. No. And I, think I mean that's just. Hey, I agree. That's. that's yeah, um, I think it's so. How, it's, what's the lineup? Because like everyone, everyone kind hold of. Hold on, so I wrote them down. So I know Rafa's Rafa is an absolute. Yeah. yeah, and then the two, the middle and the left are still up for grabs. So there was Darwin, there was Seth, Bill. What do you think? I say Darwin and Seth. Seth down the middle, Darwin on the left. Yeah, Darwin? me too. Okay, so that's two for that. I think it's going to be Darwin and Everton. So Biggie's Same the tiebreaker. Oh, so Biggie mm -hmm. breaks the tie. Zeph is coming in off the bench. Zeph. 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 Are you are you guys not taking into consideration you have to uh play Dynamo like midweek? I'm not worried about it. We, we can't worry about dude. Dynamo. I think yeah. I think this we fo we're focused on this game right now. 
This is this game is a lot more important. Yeah. Right now. The thing like, is, with, with this game, I really don't know what Jesus is gonna do. I think for the top three, Rafa is only one guaranteed. I think Jesus can put Yarmachuk like a hundred percent putting Yarmachuk just because. That's see, Jesus. I wouldn't even consider even Seth even starting in this game. To be honest with you, like, I think I, if you went, if you went, if you said Darwin and Yarmachuk, I can see that, but I can't. No way. Not after the that. Problem, the problem, not after the, that disaster. Jesus legit said it in the conference. It was the worst miss he's ever seen in his entire life in his 30 years of coaching. Like, he started him against the, game, the next game. Yeah, yeah, because he has 11. Like, there's nine players. PZ couldn't no, get it. on it, but Seth did, you know. Like, no, he knew. Dude. He was gonna. He said he was going to start him the day before in his yeah. press conference. Yeah. But I think that was because of, right, he had that miss. Let's give him an opportunity, an injection of confidence, right? Like I know you. And he scored, right? Even though he's going seven, score eight, two, nine. Yeah. He scored the penalty and then scored the right-footed shot. But I, I think, I think, I think he he gives him another boost of confidence to, against this game. And oh. Seth, Seth has played good against Porto and Sporting. It's not like Seth, Seth comes off the bench in this game. I agree. So I'm, su- I'm surprised. Ken, I'm not. I'm surprised Kenny's not writing over there. No, he should kill himself. <laughs> um, he's probably still <laughs> typing. That's why. He hasn't yeah. Been um, so the the vote was three to two. Rafa, Darwin, Everton. Um, Paul, what do you think is your starting eleven? Well, the goalie is Avon. Yep. So the back three is Inacio will start in the middle for sure. He'll be the new Coates. Um, really over Fedal? Yeah, Fedal plays the left side. It'll be Inacio plays in the middle when Coates is gone. Wait, I thought Matheus Reyes played on the left. No, that's like I'm saying the three center oh, backs. Oh, okay, all right. Inacio, so Inacio plays in the center. Yep. Then Fidal plays to the left, to well, his left, and then the right one. It's either going to be Netu or Izrayu. Pick one. Yeah, you got to pick one. I'm going to pick Netu because Netu actually played well against Tondela. I hope he plays too because he's slow as fuck. Yeah, if then he plays on that, be one of those two though. I I can um, see him do Izrayu because they did just play what? What did we play Monday? You played Sunday. Sunday. All right, there's plenty of time. We'll oh, see. It's gonna be one of those two. No, you gotta pick one, dude. There's not it, I said I said I said Neto already. Okay, okay. Who's on the right? Borro. Okay. Left. I think he's actually he might do again Nuno Santos. Really? That's who you're gonna pick? It's I'm because he just played on <laughs> Sunday. But I just yeah, I'm, I'm, go, I'm gonna go Nuno Santos. Okay. Midfield. Um it's gonna be Mateus Nunes and Ugar. There he is. There he is. I, my lineup could be all fucked up too because it's another one of those that you don't know what he's gonna do. That's fine. And then who's your front three? Uh, that that won't change. It's gonna be Saravia, Paulinho, Bolt. Saravia's on the right, right, or the left? Uh, he's on the left. left. Paul, who'd you say your midfield was? Uh, so it's gonna be Mateus Nunes still, and then Ugar is gonna take over Paulinho's okay. spot. And it, but I'm telling you, so. The other thing with the midfield is he could play um, Daniel Bragansa and Ugart because those are the two that play together normally. Like, if he's resting the starters, those two play. And Bragansa has been playing really well, too, when he does play. So, but that's, I'm sticking with what I guess is a good little player, too. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. we got Audi, Andre Almeida, Otamendi, Vertongen, Lazaro, Grimald, Jomar, Uvaigo, Rafa, Darwin, Everton. For Sporting, we got Adan, Neto, Inácio, Fedal, Porro, Nuno Santos, Mateus Nunes, Ugarte, Pot, Paulinho, Sarabia. And now, let's see who the best one or who we think is better here to combine a, an eleven. Best goalie, Odi or Adan? I'm like, I, I, dude, okay. it's it's tough. Adan is is, is me, the master. Adan is good, but I think Odi's better. I, I think in that's what a way. Adan, Adan has saved Sporting so much. 
Like I, I think that's a wash. Well, he's done the same for Benfica. You yeah. got to pick one, Tank. You got to pick one. Honestly, I think they're the exact same thing. If you want me to pick one, I'm going to pick the Benfica one, Aldi. I would take Adan. I think Adan's better overall. Me too. I think they're exactly the same. Me too. I would. Bill, who'd you say? I said Aldi. I I I take Adan. Biggie, what do you think? Biggie, you got to speak up, bro. You seriously look like you're sleeping. No, I'm looking down. Looks like my eyes are closed. There you go. So you're picking OD2, Biggie? Yes. Wash. Oh, it's a wash. Oh, yeah. All right, that's fine. I would still think Adon takes it. I'm gonna I'm gonna be the ultimate super tiebreaker because I oh, have the pen. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You guys are gonna win almost every spot. Right, right back or right side of the back three, Neto or Andre Almeida. I take Andre Almeida because Neto's just I think he's slow and he's he's a yeah. good center back, but not not to play as a three back. I agree. I would take Andre Almeida over them. Yeah, I mean I don't think they're either of them. I don't think it's like great. Yeah, they're, 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 weakest, they're probably off. the weakest, they're probably the weakest spots on both defenses. Probably. I, I'm probably gonna yeah, pick Neto, to be honest. Really? And I think Andre Almeida's done. No, shut up. <laughs> he's done. Just, hey, just for the sake of argument, I'm gonna take Neto too. All right. <laughs> oh, why don't you give us the one? I guess he's going to get plenty. Bill, who do you think? I'm just, I, I mean, I, I don't think there's a huge difference between the two, so I'm just going to lean to Benfica, so I'll say uh, I'll go to the Benfica guy. I, I don't think there's a huge difference. I agree. In, in, I think the, I agree with Oscar. I think this is probably the spot where both yeah. teams lack. Biggie. And uh, Almeida or Neto? I don't know. I don't like him either, but... Maybe I'll I'll choose Neto over. Oh, look at this guy! Kenny See, says Kenny, Kenny would, Almeida's not safe back there anymore. Exactly. He agrees. No, so he, he probably would say Neto too. He's junk. All right, the middle of the back line. Otamendi is a, a no-brainer. Otamendi, oh, yeah. Defender of the year. Left side of the back three: Vertonghen or Fidal? I think Vertonghen. Vertonghen. Yeah. I, I like Fidal a lot. I would Fidal, say yeah. I, I think Fidal's a good defender. But Vertonghen has been the one that impressed I'm, I'm, me the most this year. I, I am going to go over Vertonghen because Vertonghen, Vertonghen's actually, I think he finally understands the league or how it's played. He's You barely make excuses about him because he, like, he doesn't make that many mistakes back there. So Almost none. Uh, I mean, I'll go Vertonghen. Biggie. Same thing. Ubalga. Yeah, Vertonghen will take this one. I'll probably be the only Fidal. Right side, I think Porus takes it unanimously. Yeah, over, over, over. Yeah, Porus, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Yep, he's, I'll he's take him. Nuno Santos or Gri? Uh, I think I think we'd give it Gris? to Gri. I think I think Gri would probably would have took it over either one. Okay. You know, Gri can't defend for shit. It's more Nuno Santos isn't a defender though. That's why, but I like yeah. him over. Neither, hey, neither is Grimaldo. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean he, he is by trade but defensively he's not very good but the system he's playing i doesn't have to do as, as much so yeah, just right. as much as nuno nuno sense yeah um center mids mateus nunes ugarte or joe marion weigel i want to give this uh, paul go first Dude, can you go one at a time i'm gonna go defensive so weigel or ugarte paul go first i would take weigel okay that's unanimous uh, i'll take weigel Okay. Well, I go, if was there, it, would have taken yeah, it. I, I, I agree with Oscar. Yeah, but, but yeah, was yeah, there, it's different. It, it, I agree with that too. In, in the next one, I'm going to go Mateus Nunes. Jean Mario, Mateus Nunes. Over Jean Mario to Pikachu. I, I am. 
So I I like Matiznin's a lot, but I think Joel Mario in this for in this system yeah. is very good in the. Joel Mario's a I like the kid. I like him too, Tank. I really do like him a lot. I think I think skill wise, like he's definitely better than Joel Mario, but like and that's not and to be honest, Oscar, it's not a knock. On Joan Mari, because I think Joan Mari is a hell of a player too. Like, but they're we're different comparing, players, also. Yeah, we're, we're, but we're comparing two players, and I, I don't know. I just, I think that kid's gonna be really good. I think he's too. He, he, yeah, but, but, but it's almost like, like we're comparing right it's now, almost, though. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, to be honest, Nunez, he's on the same. It's in my opinion, he's on the same level yeah. as fuck as, as yep. Joan Mari. I, I think he's gonna be really good. I I don't think he's on. Yeah, Jean Marie's up here. He's going there. It's not that far because think he he jumped in there and. We we didn't really miss a beat in the midfield at all. Spartan's still strong when when we're we're full when they're both in there. I think he, first of all when he came in off the bench a lot because he he's like he can play the midfield he can play the wing he can do a lot of things, and he jumped in to Jomadi's spot and we didn't really miss a beat. He, he Dude, but you 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 have no. to give you have to give credit that to like to the system or to this the team when right. when the Barcelona was at their high. A player could replace another player, and they don't miss a beat either. Sometimes Messi would be out, and they don't miss a beat. And Messi is the best player in the world. So, yeah, like, the second time you compared us to Barcelona, I know they. I know. I'm just. I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, he compares oh, I, everything I, to Cristiano Ronaldo. Hey, I'll, 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 I'll let you. That's why I, I agree that everything. I would pick João Mario over him, but it's not like like you're saying like this. It's like. No, it's I didn't. Yeah. No, I I said João Mario is already at the peak. At, at the well, not the peak yeah. of his career, but he's already at the mature level, right? And and uh, and Mateus is climbing up there. So as to me, Mario's already up here, and he's climbing up there to get to to get up there, but he's not there yet. I think I think I think he's he's passed him a little bit. So Jay says Mateus Nunes. Oscar says João Mario. Paul says João Mario. Anyone else? Jean Mario. Jean Mario. All right. So João Mario. But I agree. I think Mateus Nunes is good. Yeah, but I he's like also him. a different player. He appears in the box. He can get wide. He can go exactly. up players. Jomadi is not that type of player. I, and, and I think that's why I, I like him more because he, he gets in the game more, I would say. Jomadi kind of stands back a little bit. Do you guys notice when he, he Fernando Sanchez for this last sound? He looked lost. He didn't look like he just fit in like a glove. Mateus Nunes looks like legit. Like he was lost. Did you see Portugal? Every single oh, person on that stage for Portugal was lost. First time. Every single player in Portugal was lost. It was his first that, time on the national too. team. It's 100 percent a fact. It's a if big, I, big jump. National team's a junk right now. I'm not going to get into that argument. Yeah. Um. Here's going to have some interesting discussions here. Pot or Rafa? No, they can't be in the same position, really. They do on the right. Yeah. They're they're probably they're probably they're probably the the Rafa's Benfica is probably most biggest threat, and Pot is Sporting's biggest threat. Um. Just because Pot scores more, I give it to Pot. Ooh. I'm, I'm going to pick Rafa. All right, so we got two for Pot. Jay, you got, got Rafa. Rafa is the motor of our team. He is. I, I, I agree. Yeah, but we got Rafa too. Mine is just the goals. Pot is just the goal machine. I don't know how the fuck he's doing. it. Yeah, so I mean, we like, at the end of the day, hey, Rafa's got goals this year. Rafa's got yeah, goals. I know, but look Not at Pot's goals. As, yeah. What, what's the I difference think, on the goals, Mike? Uh, you keep talking. I'll look it up. Well, I'm doing all competitions or just the league. Did you freeze, Big? Did you freeze? Pot is also. I do. You don't move at all. You're like a fucking. I'm here. Pot's also missed. Pot was hurt. Already. Who'd you who who would you take, Biggie? I told him I'll take Rafa. Explain yourself. Why would you take Rafa? Tell me exactly how. Rafa has heart. He tries. That's why. What? He tries. So. He cares. Does he cry when he scores? 
Our no. defense is drastically different without Coates. Our offense is also drastically different without Paul. It, that, that and we can say the same for us. Rafa, Rafa is, no, no, I, I'm just Rafa saying. Like, if you're saying that he doesn't have heart, the guy we'll is like he's the he's, like probably, he's the motor of Sporting when it comes to scoring uh, offensive goals. Look, th- th- this is obviously I, this is very close. very comparable. But I think yeah. we always go at the end of the day. We always go a forward and a striker. Like you judge them on their goals, right? And Pot at the end of the day scores more than Rafa does. Let, if like we could, if we could have some kind of like, uh, give me the stats. Hold if on, we could have stats on who, who, like, which play has given more points to the team, that would be a, 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 so, basically. Rafa Silva has nine goals, five assists in all competitions. That's pretty fucking good. In one thousand five hundred and fifty-two minutes. We don't need the minutes. Yeah, we and do. Pot has. 11 goals, three assists wow. in 1,129 Yeah, minutes. 400 minutes less. Less, yeah. So he has two more goals in 400 minutes less. Yeah, so it's like three games? That's like four games. 400 four minutes, games. yeah. Three, three and three. Yeah, four, yeah. And change, yeah. four and change. So I'm going to go with Pot as well. I just think they're two different players, but Pot is more decisive in the final third because he can yep. – Unbelievable. If I, I'd, to, uh, I'd be happy with either, but I think Paul, can you send those stats to Fernando Sanders too so we can get Paul to the national team? <laughs> or Nani. If, can we just if, sack Jay, let me ask you this. If you have easier. 90th minute, you got uh, Pot or Rafa. You're going to give me a goal in, situation. Going in on, that's what I'm saying. Going in on goal, who do you want? Pot or Rafa? Is there someone on the other side of Rafa? <laughs> <laughs> you think he's going to pass Hopefully it? not Seth, right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> right, yeah. If it's Kenny, Seth, you shoot the fucking ball. <laughs> Kenny saying Oscar looks like he prefers Sportingista to Benfica. No, Oscar's a realist. Explain yourself, Oscar. Are you going to take this? I took I took two, 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 two three, three players from uh, Sporting. That's it, three. All right, so we got Pot on that one. You Let's probably choose to- Peasy over Pot. A hundred percent. Just kidding. Oh my god. On the left hand side, Saravia or Everton? Well, I wouldn't put Everton, so Darwin or, or Saraiva. But Saraiva, outro. Saravia. Whatever Saravia. his name is. I, I'd probably go Saravia, even though I to be honest, I don't know much about him, but Everton Everton's he's fifty fifty. Well, Darwin coming from a hat trick, I'll take Darwin. Hold on, which one is it though? Dude, Darwin, you're not picking right? Darwin, you're picking Everton. I'm yeah. picking Troy. I don't give a shit what you guys say. The team, what you said. <laughs> the team was Everton, so you need to pick Everton or Saravia. I didn't have I didn't have I, that I made it and I picked I actually I actually I don't know much about Saravia. I, I in watching Spartan play, if I watch Spartan play, I wouldn't even know what who he is on the field. So um I'll take uh Cibulli. Okay. Just for context, Saravia's uh I don't think he started the season. He came late, didn't he? Yeah, he came after the fact. So he's got um, three goals and four assists. Um, he's got more. Yeah, but he hasn't played it even close to as many minutes. Actually, so, Sabola doesn't start either. Sadabi's so yeah. got 15 games, um, 1,000 minutes. Everton's got 22 games, 1,100 minutes. So 100 more minutes in seven more games. And Everton's got four goals, five assists. Oh, so it's pretty similar. Yeah, I like Sarabia. I I think he he won't lose his spot, um, on the starting lineup. So I, I like him. I would pick him over everything. Okay. I do Bill? think everything has more skill, but Sarabia is just a solid player. 
I feel like Sarabia is more direct. Like he'll just fucking go at you, whereas yeah. Everton will go at you and then stop. Well, try to go. Me, at, try to go right at you there. again. And yeah, you, you sold me right there. So who are you going again. with? Thing? Me, Sarabia. Yeah. Bill. I don't. Yeah. I mean, uh, just I don't thought, I, I'm not gonna lie. I thought you just farted or something. <laughs> For this, the way that you were. Oh my god, dude. My problem is I I I'm who I don't love, you, dude. All this time, I don't love staff, Everton. You time to think, and you're still thinking. I'm gonna go Sarabia. You know, Everton's gonna be the game changer for Friday. Watch. I hope so. I hope so too, guy. Who the fuck you think I'm gonna yeah, care about this? I, I, don't, I don't love him. Biggie, who are you picking? I'm picking Savola. All right. Sarabia wins the pick. And last but not least, Darwin or Paulinho? Darwin. Darwin. Hey, this, this one's Ten. easy. Wow, I'm surprised Paul's going. You really, you really hate yeah, Paulinho. Like Paulinho. Paulinho misses way more than he scores. The problem, so Paulinho's good at one thing. He can like get the ball, like bring it down, back to goal, distribute it. He's good at that. But when it's time to score a goal, he needs like nine shots to get one. You on know, target. you know, we, I, have, we have we have a guy like that too. We one of those. Adding on, adding on to what you just said, Paul. I complained about last year, last year about Darwin doing the same thing, and these guys defended like. And I agree, there's a lot of work being done without goals being scored, and Paulinho right. does does it very, very well. Sporting, Sporting's offense works well right now. Potter scores all those goals majorly because of what Paulinho does for work. I know. It's just I wish. Well, but he, he going to put that work in his back pocket. Yeah. The problem, the problem with I agree. Paulinho does that part of it very well. But he misses such easy goals sometimes. It's so annoying to watch. As my friend, as my friend Oscar always says, a striker that goes off of goals. So if they don't score goals, where's your where's your special guest, bro? He didn't show up. Who was it? It's a Spartingista. It was. I got I got Paul some backup, but didn't show up. It was a cage match, and Paul's the only one in the cage. Was it your cousin? It was. Um, yeah. Good thing he didn't fraud. stay. He didn't come in. He's probably his wife. Probably that I that I'm that I'm joined. Um, He's a fraud right. fan. So Darwin like wins that one, and then game. Kenny says, "Don't forget the coach, Ruben or JJ." I know Ruben. Austin. All day Ruben, and I would. I don't even think it's you guys are fucking. Re- are you, oh my dude, it's JJ by a million. No, nope. why? Never. Ruben, Ruben and Marie. All right, hey, hey, Tank, gonna, let me put this into into perspective. <laughs> George Jesus was in Spartan for four years. One. Zero. Bolas. <laughs> Ruben Amorim is there for a year and a half, and he's in first place, and he won the championship. So why would and, you give it to George Jesus? And in the final 16 of Champions League. Yeah, like, how do, you, how, do you, how do you give it to George Jesus? It's, it's, like, it's like JJ's never done, has never done any of this stuff. Dude, yeah, he's yeah, JJ's he's got the right history. He's the best coach in Portugal. Mourinho did it in 2003, 2004. I don't care what And today he sucks, right? 1994, 2004. but today he sucks. JJ is the best coach in Portugal right now. Well, that's Obviously, this is biased. If you tell me to pick between Judge Jesus and Ruben, I pick Ruben a hundred times out of uh-huh, Me too. I'm with you. I love the way he plays. I love the way he has a team playing, like the attitude of the team, everything. And this is his first time in Champions League, and he's in the final 16, and you guys are fighting to get out of your group again. Like, so, he, he, dude, yeah, this guy just went to Champions League in the world. Barca? And Bayern? You think Barca is the top team in the world? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Bayern, yeah, I'll give you Bayern. 
is is definitely losses. That that's fine. But 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 you guys, that, that's the only team points. that we lost to. That's what I'm saying. But you got points against the bar. But you guys, if we tie, win or tie, we're through. It's not like we're not. If you tie, we're, if you tie, you're not through. You have we to have win. to win. We depend. We have to win. We can't tie. If we tie, we don't. Doesn't matter what Barcelona does. We have to win. But but it doesn't matter. My point is, is Barcelona this, needs to win because even if if Barcelona ties, and we, yeah, Barcelona needs win, to win. We, we have the tiebreaker. We have the tiebreaker. Barcelona has to win if we win. Yeah, if you win. Yeah. We have to win. Barcelona doesn't have to win. But if they don't win, then depends on us. But I don't I don't get like why like what is first of all, George Jesus copied Ruben Eboni's style of play. You guys have a back three now. You stole our our, our midfield. He didn't right? copy it. George Jesus played with a back he three. He was doing that last year too. You not, yeah, after it, we did it. He was doing it in Brazil for the league that started. He did not, it not in Portugal though. You guys had a back four and then you transformed to a back three. Correct. In Portugal, yes. Last year, he switched it to a three, but he had been playing with a back three. But he, he came in, he came in saying his lineup is a four four two or four four or whatever it was and four and back, it was, and, then, and then he changed it. Yeah, correct. Dude. So we got Oscar says Ruben, Paul says Ruben, Jay says JJ, Biggie. Who are you picking? Uh I'm gonna have to go with Ruben. Thank you. Serious, Billy. Dude, he. You guys play for him. It's just I I don't get it. Why why not? I like. I mean, I like JJ, but I, I think, I think Ruben might might have the edge here. It, it, guys, guys, let, let's let's put it this way: if you had a choice right now to, hey, who, you have both of them are available for you to pick for to, to run Benfica today. You take Jesus over oh, Ruben. Absolutely. Ruben. Fucking absolutely. And, and how many? The muchos trofeos. JJ brought the brought winning back to Benfica when we when we oh sucked. last year he we had so much to win when 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 we sucked he brought that back into our lives when we started winning and now we went back in the dumpster and guess what this year we're gonna win it again and he's gonna make you celebrate you're gonna he's gonna make you scream his name at the end of the year watch and, all he does and is Ruben, come to teams and it makes them better and we're gonna be champions watch and Ruben brought you. a championship back to Sporting after after how many years. years? I'm, listen, I'm not giving anything away from like, Ruben. I'm not. But Ruben Emering is not the best coach. In, I think he's he's not even the t- second best coach. I think Cedric Kusaysal is better than him as a coach, in my yeah. opinion. Okay. I am going to be the last opinion here, and I'm going to say that um, I disagree with you, Jay. That's um, fine. Everyone I else think, too. I think that if I had the choice today, but if you guys going to build a team, who do I want? I want Ruben. Why? Not because he has history of winning, um, but I think what Paul said and Biggie said it as well is he brings this. He's got a new, fresh set of ideas, right? Like it seems like, like you look at Sporting's lineup, top to bottom, they maybe have two, in my opinion, two, three top names, in my opinion, right? Kawates, Pelinia, Pot, right? Sarabia is known because he plays for Spain. Right, but they don't have like a, a large amount of studs, right? But he's got these guys, Daniel Braganza, Mateus Nunes, he's got these guys playing well, right? Maybe yep. even overachieving for what they should be capable of, right? But if I had to choose today who I would want to take my team forward, I would have to say Ruben just because he brings fresh ideas. He's a young mentality. Um, whereas JJ, I feel like he's almost falling. And I'm not taking anything away from JJ. I don't like how he ended his term there but i thought that he was the right person for Benfica given the situation we were in but i think that he's and i hope i'm wrong but i feel like he's starting to trend in the same direction as Mourinho was where he's stubborn mm-hmm. to keep up with the new style of football right and i think that's what was Mourinho's death trap was 
he was so stubborn that this is how I play. This is how I'm going to win. And he's not. And we've seen the last, what, three teams that he's been on. It's been, you know, year and a, a, half shadow, out. a shadow of what he's shown in the, in the past. So, I mean, in, you, you, so, you, so, so, you so, JJ, so JJ, so JJ gets no credit. I'm not saying going, that. Hold on, but let, let me finish. He doesn't get any credit to going to a different country, different continent in that regards. Goes to yep. Brazil, first year, wins it all, wins the Champions League, Libertadores, wins that. First year, no problem. Comes back to Befica, COVID year, where we had a lot of issues. I get it. Everyone gets it. Everyone has it. It is what it is. But now this year, he has a team running. On, I think we're playing outstanding. There's only two games that I can – even the games against Bayern, I thought we played very well against them. The team's playing for him. Like, that, the things that you guys say with new – like. JJ can adapt to any situation and be like and still produce wins like he always does. The dude knows how to win games. Like, regardless, when he went to Spartan, Spartan was shit. And he went there and he gave him title hopes. Like, let's not talk like Spartan was a big team when he went there. No, they were in shambles. Wait, like, they, so they had nobody. And then he went there and he started a team and he made that team good. And, and then Brian and- Ruiz fucked it up. Well, yeah, well, that shit happened. Wait, wait. So, Tank, I have a question for you. But, but, you... but like, to say that JJ's losing his, like, no, that's like I, that's where I kind of draw the yeah, line you, a little you're bit. You're basing cause... a history up because this guy doesn't have history mm-hmm. right now. Good. No, because, like, you're saying, hey, hey, so, no, because yeah. he said he's on a decline. He just won the, like, he just, hey, wait, wait. He so, Tank, I, can I have, I have, I have a, a legit question for you. Would you take Abel, who just won the Libertadores uh, of Palmeiras, out of my mouth. Or, or Ruben Amorim? Huh? Abel won it two years in a row. Two years in a row. I, dude, honestly, I might take Abel. Over well, like, you know, what the hell he's doing? Oh okay. okay. How am I crazy? How is that something so crazy? Like, why? Well, because he won Libertadores against against. Uh, he, it, okay, so he won. So he won the Champions League down in down in South America. What did Ruben Amorim win the Champions League up here? Yes, yes, yes. He's first year. He's not going to win it. He's not going to win it. I can tell you. I can tell you right now. He's not going to win it. I'll bet you that if he had. to bet that he's going to win it. You can make a bet with me right now, Oscar. He's so good, right? He can coach. He can be so. But all I'm saying is. Yeah, I would definitely choose Abel. He has got more experience. He knows how to win. He's been in those games. And Bell has been a sporting. He did shit. But, but doesn't matter when he knows those situations. Okay, so he learned from that. It, it, it just made him grow. Like, what you you say the same as you grow in your career? You say the same? No, no but Ruben Amorim is speaking, legit peaking. Okay, he's speaking, but we're talking right now, though. He's in his Yeah, right now he's, he's right a, now he's a champion. He's, he's a champion. A second, he's a second year pro. He's a champion. He's a second, but like put him under pressure. Put, him, a in, put him in he, situations. You know that he, he took Braga and made Braga good. Yeah, first. He did for the few then, games that he was there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Braga was Braga like like Braga's like no, every year. They're Braga always in that fourth third just, spot. No, because Braga it's, it's was like a feeder team. team. It's not, it's not, it's not like it's right. not like J, when JJ was at Braga, JJ made him to second place. Yeah, he so won the Pasta Liga with Braga. So Ruben took Braga and made them relevant again that year because Braga was shit, and then he made him relevant again, and then he took. Yeah, then Sporting took him. Didn't pay for him at first. And then and then we won the league with him. And then we went to Champions League and got out of the groups. So so you're basically you're basically in Befica 2011 or 2012. But we're JJ came to Befica and made him a champions and now we're the Champions League. It's the same shit. All right, no, but well, I'm telling you, I I Ruben Ruben brings like a good his to attitude. Me, to and, me, what Ruben's doing is JJ's been there, done it, and move it, moved yeah, on. You can't, you can't, you can't say you he's still a better coach. Yeah, because he has history. It, like, what has Ruben done to make him not a good coach? I'm not saying he's not. I'm, listen, don't say that I, I don't think he's – but, like, I just think it's 
I think it's crazy that you guys right, think right, that so, JJ's so, not let, a better. Let me let me, let me let me put another thing. Like, I, I so last year, I, listen, I think they're both really good coaches. Right, right last not, last year, I'm, last, I'm saying JJ's. Is, Jay, Jay, last year, like level had, ten, Ruben's like Ruben, level you, six. Like, you think, uh, Mourinho or JJ? Probably Mourinho. <laughs> right now, really? Yeah, I would. Because he won a Champions League in two thousand three. No, I still, I still, I said, I said, with the team, I think Mourinho can still coach. I, I, to be honest, I would like him. In the Wait, national so team. I, 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 I would, I would, I, agree with love, I would love him on the Stop national team. Ruben be on the national team next. Like, I, I would love, I would love Mourinho on the national team. Wait, love, no, Tank. Love, 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 love. Oh. Tank, I have a question for you. What kind of year do with Mourinho on the love. national team? Mourinho's not going to see what do. Love, love it. I already have fucking Biggie coach in the national team. Love it. The next coach on the national team is going to be Sergio Conceição or Ruben. No way, Ruben won't go to the national team right now. We're getting close to 10. So, Biggie's talking yeah. nonsense. Mourinho would be a good I, coach. You, you would take Mourinho over JJ, and I wouldn't take Mourinho over Ruben right I now. agree with that, too. Yeah. So, okay, I don't that, know. That's fine. And I, would, I would definitely take Mourinho over. You know you know how I compare George Jesus to, to Mourinho? Is that, what George Jesus did when Seth missed that goal is exactly what Mourinho would do. Like like that, they name PlayStation and Beijing go falhado dessa maneira, right? That's that. I get it, it's true, but you don't you don't you don't say that while you're a player that just missed a goal like that. You just don't. And that's for the weak. That's for the weak minded. Of course. Look 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 what Mourinho is. I guess all the players he coaches are weak minded because nobody likes him anymore. Hey, to to be honest, let's be serious. Mourinho just go there collecting a paycheck and playing with kids, whoever pays. Yeah, of course. Does Roman really have a team, guys? Like I know we're talking. Like, does Roman really have a good team? I don't know. Why would anyone else want Mourinho? Yeah, I mean, he left from what do you go from? Uh, Dude, from well, if someone, if someone offers you a contract, hey, come coach my team for a year or two for like I don't know, 10, 15 million dollars. You're not gonna sign, you probably signed for a week. All right, I mean, we're not gonna get a decision idea. here. Um, so let's move I mean, on to predictions. No, the decision was made, he was the only one that was, that was yeah. the decision was definitely Ruben. Um, I mean, you guys are not changing my mind. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, let's go around the table here for our predictions. I'm gonna start. Mine is 2 0 Benfica. Biggie, what's your prediction? I picked 2-0, and Zeph is going to get that second one to Zeph. dagger. <laughs> dagger in this guy's head. <laughs> Paul, what's your prediction? I'm going to say 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. Bill? I say 2-1 Bayfica. Okay. 3-1 Bayfica, and it's going to be a JJ special. Okay. Like Johnny Jacks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, your girlfriend Diane will take care of you. Oscar. I say I agree with Bill. It's gonna be two to one Mefica. Tight game. Yeah. Okay. Kenny says I would, and I also say Nunca Mai Joga for me. He could go play on the practice squad for the year like Tarap did. Paul Seth. Seth, yep. One one. Such a co cop out, Paulo. <laughs> Dude, we're playing away. I wouldn't. I mean, you play. You're playing three blocks down the road. Yeah, you're playing like six hundred yards down the road. Yeah, but but like, but it's still now we're playing like the fans are gonna be down to like thirty thousand. Some of them are gonna be Spartan fans. My position is a tie. It was always a tie, and I'm fine with a tie. Okay. See now, Oscar, you can't use any arguments because now he he predicted a tie. You can't go either way. No, but he's still gonna say, "Oh, with a weaker team, we beat you guys." Or, "Oh, I know we're gonna lose." It's COVID, guy. 
Uh, Biggie, can you read us the excuses? Can you bring the board a little bit closer again and just give did us? You fix your, did you at least you fix, fix your mistake? mistake? No, he didn't. They're, so he so busy they're tried from Champions League. No, let him read them. Let's go. Read it off. COVID. I knew he was going to bring that up. Cotes and Pilas. Cotes and Pilas, he says. And the best one, lack of skill. Okay. First, you know that your first two are like, the COVID is because of Cotes, so it's the same thing. But they have the other COVID. <laughs> what time is it? COVID. It's getting close. It's Dude, getting Biggie, close. Biggie, Biggie woke up. Biggie woke hey, up 9 at the end of the Nine fifteen. It's close. And not, not Biggie, Biggie woke up at the end of the at the end of the podcast. <laughs> We've already played another game since Champions League. You know that, right? You guys yeah. are still going to say you're tied from the playing the big guys. All right. Let's well, see. we're we're going to end I'm here. Please tell me you do like those clip things because like Biggie's got like three. Up. Hey, hey, uh, Mike, ha- have Biggie like basically do a conclusion of what happened today. Like, oh my god, <laughs> he <has> no idea. <laughs> do a recap, no. Biggie. Come on, last time we wore the shirt, we scored six on you. Yeah, six. Biggie, can you can you give us a thirty second recap of what we covered in this podcast just for those who missed the beginning? Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> one one of the clips has to be. Paul's not confident in this team. That was fucking funny. All right, what was it, Biggie? Thirty seconds. This is with COVID. Yeah. He's not confident in Spartan. He picked a tie. And he selects Ruben, no matter what. All right. So you got, you got the last 30 seconds recapped in the last 30 seconds. <laughs> Do you remember what he we was, talked about at the beginning? He was sleeping at the beginning. <laughs> I just saw the president. A president. And he was like, you frozen? And he was like, oh, president. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, he was like dead still for like a solid like two minutes. And I was like, dude, dude is he I'm like good. frozen? I could stay. Yeah. I just saw I just saw my uncle jumped on, popped up. I have a bet with my uncle Jonathan's dad. Um Benfica wins, he buys me dinner. He's a Benfica, right? No. No, it's just Sporting. If Sporting if Sporting ties or wins, I owe him dinner. So he's got 66% chance, but I'm rolling the dice here. Um, we are going to end with our out of context. We got some videos. We got two minutes of some saves, some goals, some interesting moments. And the ending to this video I pulled out of the archive. It is amazing. Hopefully this thing loads unlike last time. Let's see here. Thank you, this. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oscar. Terrible. Look like Biggie. Sniper. Where's Ronaldo? That's great. Otamendi. Rebound? You're kidding. Oh, that's sacrifice. Saved it. Is that the euro? 
I don't know how I thought of it, but I was like, I gotta go find this video. So, all that that is um, the end of this episode 76. Uh, thank you to everyone that was in the chat. Um, there was quite a few comments. There was quite a few people watching. Uh, Big Games Friday. We'll be back next week. Paul, Biggie, you guys uh, available to join for the recap of this game next week? Yeah, whenever. All right. So we got we got the. <laughs> Can you say call me? Book him. Book him in advance. We got the uh, we got the crew for next. <laughs> call me. <laughs> like a minute thirty four. Clip it. Oh god. Um, an hour thirty. An hour thirty four. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Subscribe, like, follow, share. Um, gentlemen, as always, it was a pleasure. Uh, Biggie, thanks for joining us for your debut. Paul, thanks for rejoining us. Um, we will chat next week, and hopefully it's with a red and white W. Gentlemen, have a good evening. Later, viva Befique. Later, viva Befique.